Grace and peace, everyone, and welcome to KNEC Sermons, a podcast of Kurt Newton and East Calder, Church of Scotland. And let's listen to today's episode. Let's pray together. God, give us wisdom. Inspire us by your Spirit. Baptize us, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, some of the news this week has been difficult to hear, hasn't it? We've had record number of COVID infections. We've had we've seen a president of the United States behaving really badly, inciting insurrection in his own country because he's such a bad loser. We've seen the British company Tate and Lyle, which used to have a big refinery in Greenock, built on slavery and exploitation has recently failed to properly compensate Cambodian families whose land was taken over to grow sugar cane for them. Well, this this is bad news. There's no shortage of bad news around about, isn't there? Where can we find um, strength to cope with such things and to stand against such things in this life? And in many ways, we get angry. I don't know if you're probably like me. You get angry when you see people like Donald Trump behaving the way he does because actually it, it resonates with part of myself that I don't like. I don't like the idea that I'm, I might be a bad loser and that I might behave badly in that sort of human way. And uh, in many ways these things just highlight the evil of humanity and the fact that we all need God's grace, God's spirit to transform us and to make us different. Well, this is the baptism of the Lord Sunday. It's strange, isn't it, that John the Baptist says of Jesus, I baptise with water, but but he, Jesus, would come and would baptise you with or in the Holy Spirit. And yet it's Jesus who submits himself to John, is baptised by him, and actually doesn't appear to have baptised anyone in his lifetime. What then could it mean that Jesus would baptise with the Holy Spirit? It's interesting too that John was out in the wilderness baptising. When we think of baptism, we might think of an ornate baptismal font, a baptismal gown, a baby, not just an adult, in a church building and part of quite a formal ceremony. Not always, of course, I remember at least on a couple of occasions being involved in baptisms which happened in the sea and they were very special memorable occasions I remember one time in St Andrews just after the baptism had taken place seeing this pod of dolphins appear and and jump with joy uh, as if they were smiling as if God was smiling at the event it was a real special occasion John's baptism didn't happen in a ornate temple, didn't happen in the temple in Jerusalem. He was well outside of the city, away in the wilderness. People had to go out to be baptised in the wilderness by this wild-looking man, not a priest dressed in priestly clothing. It reminds me of the presence of the Spirit at the beginning of creation. The earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God speaks and brings order from chaos, light from darkness, life 
from the void or the emptiness. Is that what God is doing with John and with Jesus and with us? As Jesus, if you like, steps into the muddy waters of the Jordan River, is he stepping into the muddy waters of our lives to bring order from chaos, light from darkness, life from the emptiness? Does he meet us in our wilderness place, away from the centre, out in the margins, to bring oneness with God through the Spirit, a oneness which he seals by water and by spirit? Yes, I think the answer to these questions is yes. Wherever the Spirit is, there is life. We are joined to God by the Spirit and to one another in a life-affirming connection which is continual, ever-evolving, universal, holy and utterly transmissible. In the baptism of the Lord, the Holy Spirit grows in us and through us from Alpha to Omega, if you like, from beginning to end, from the beginning of the journey that is Christ to its end point, who is also Christ, or which is also Christ. Grace upon grace, as one of the Gospel writers says. With the assurance of God, the Father's love and pleasure, you are my dearly beloved son or child with whom I am well pleased. That's the great mark of baptism, the assurance of the Father's love and pleasure. We need to live with that in order to find a security in times of turmoil and torment. It seems that the believers at Ephesus, they needed that reassurance of the Father's love and pleasure from Paul when he and his friends visited. Those believers, they knew the baptism of John. In other words, they knew they needed to turn from their sin and to turn to God. But they'd never heard of the Holy Spirit. They'd never gone beyond that living with a heavy sense of repentance. I think they were missing out on the assurance of the Father's love and pleasure. And this might have actually taken place as much as 20 years after Pentecost. They were yet to experience the full freedom of the Spirit. For where the Spirit is, there is life and freedom. And so we see Paul in Acts being there to help. He's there to transmit the baptism of the Lord, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to lay hands on them and to pass on the blessing to these others who were hungry to receive more. In short, Paul was now being Christ in the world to these Ephesian believers. He was God's love with skin on in the same way Jesus was and is to us and that we are to one another. Passing on the baptism of Christ and helping to transform more people's lives, bringing order from chaos, light from darkness and life from their emptiness. When we are baptised in the Holy Spirit, we're given an amazing gift of life to pass on to others, which will give us the assurance of the Father's love and pleasure and the assurance that our past is healed and forgiven, our present is full of grace, and our future is in the hands of a loving God. What peace and joy that brings to us in this often troubled world. And may such assurance strengthen us to face whatever the world throws at us in this coming week and this 
year ahead. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone. You've been listening to KNEC Sermons. You can find more information on our website, www.knec4jesus.org.uk. Look forward to hearing and seeing you again. Grace and peace.